Well, yes, a very warm welcome. But before I actually welcome you to the podcast, I've made a fatal mistake, and that is not actually putting a 10-minute timer on. And the only reason you're listening to this podcast is because it's done in under 10 minutes. So that really isn't good form for me right now. But we are on now. 10 minutes. Done. Welcome to the roundup of day after day one of round five of the county championship. And you might notice an absence of voices coming from you. And that is because I am all by my lonesome. Um, my colleagues and friends have ditched me because they apparently have better things to be doing with their time, such as working, which I disagree with, but, you know, what can you do? So it's just going to be me taking through all of the action, and I was going to make a little spiel about why it's bad that Kieran and Seth aren't here, but, you know, I'm I'm not going to reduce to their level and actually make fun of the fact that, you know, they could be here, but they decide not to be, that they've got a social... I'm not not going to stoop to that level, so... We're going to do what all the cool people do instead and discuss all of the cricket action in under 10 minutes and I will make sure to keep it as close to 10 minutes as I can because otherwise you'll have to hear only my voice for more than you absolutely have to to learn about what happened at the cricket today which is what we're trying to avoid. But anyway, that being said, let's go straight to the results and uh, I'm pleased to say that looking on, on the results pages there's a lot of uh, a lot of trends developing which I'm happily going to sink my teeth into including lots of headlines including something along the lines of bowlers being on top and when you look at the results i think that would be quite a obvious thing that comes out of the out of the place today so to round up the results just to start off with division one essex and surrey surrey trail essex by 313 runs with 10 wickets remaining at the end of day one hampshire warwickshire Warwickshire Trail Hampshire by 147 runs with 10 wickets remaining. Warwickshire finishing 82 for no loss at the end of day one. Nottinghamshire, Lancashire. Uh, Lancashire 214 all out. Nottinghamshire applied 119 for five, meaning Nottinghamshire Trail Lancashire by 95 runs with five wickets remaining. A bit of James Anton and Stuart Broad action there. And then Somerset versus Northamptonshire. Affected by rain a little bit, but Northamptonshire finished day one on 137 for four. And then to go down to Division 2, Derbyshire versus Leicestershire. Derbyshire hit 114, uh, sorry, Leicestershire were 122 all out. And Derbyshire replied 114 for 3, 44 for 3, meaning they lead Leicestershire by 22 runs with 7 wickets remaining. And then two more matches, Worcestershire, Sussex, which me and Seth will be going to tomorrow, just to, just to drop that in there early doors. Uh, Sussex trail Worcestershire by 201 runs with 9 wickets remaining. Uh, as Sussex hit 63 for one in reply to Worcestershire's 264 all out. Uh, Rain just getting there at the end of the getting, taking. Oh my goodness me, come on, you're a professional. Rain stopping play at the end of the day there. Um, and then Yorkshire Glamorgan is the only other one which uh, I caught a bit of. And that uh, Glamorgan hit 245 all out, well, 245 all out. And then uh, Yorkshire <laughs> replied with some really strange. Um, night watchman tactics uh, to be reduced to 62 for 5 at the end of day 1 but it's not really 62 for 5 because two white night watchmen are included in that wicket list but anyway all of that means that Yorkshire Trail Glamorgan by 183 runs with 5 wickets remaining so those are all the results and I'm pleased to say that you only have to listen for another 6 minutes and 24 seconds so we'll start the start the chat about some of the games that I caught 
today. And where I actually want to start with, um, controversially perhaps, is down in Division 2. Because, uh, as I said, I caught a little bit of Yorkshire Glamorgan. And what struck me most from from that game, as I said, is these bizarre tactics. And it's something that I would have grilled one of the people who actually know what they're talking about if uh, if either Seth or K. Roy had bothered to turn up. And also George. Where's George? I don't... It, does he still exist? I don't know. Uh, the The equation when I checked in was it was nearing the end of the day's play and it looked like light was going to get better at the game, but it didn't quite... And anyway, Glamorgan set up uh, 245 245 all out with a sort of assured 65 of 166 from Marnus Labuschagne, as you'd expect. But no other real contributions of note. Sam Northeast at 49, be frustrated not to reach his 50. But then uh, ensued a sort of bizarre spectacle from the Yorkshire batting lineup. Um, Adam Lyle, Finley Bean, Sadra Keel sort of scratching around for 17, 11, and 19, respectively. Then you had some pretty solid batting from Davin Milan, you would have to say. Um, but when Sal Jaquil got out, they decided to send in a night watchman. And this is what I don't understand about night watchman, right? Um, when is it right to send a night watcher in? Because if they get out, do you send another one in? And if they get out, do you send another one in? And for the first time in as long as I can remember, my thesis was proved in that sense. Because... Um, Mick Edwards got out of just eight balls for two runs. Bold, bold um, Michael Nisa caught Miles Labuschagne. And then just two balls later, Matt Fisher, the secondary now watchman, was also out. So they had to do what they were going to do in the first place anyway, which they should have done to start with, which was bring Johnny Bairstow out. Um, and yeah, and it was fine. Johnny Bairstow, as you'd expect, if someone has quality, negotiated the the last five minutes or ten minutes, whatever it was. And it all seemed a bit like a waste of time, really. But that looks like it could develop into a very nice, tasty, sort of low-scoring game. And um, some really good upfront bowling from uh, Michael Nisa and Tim van der Huten. I really need to learn Dutch to be able to pronounce his name properly. Um, but it's that, that was, a just for me, if anything else, a, a validatory game to watch. Worcestershire Sussex, as I said, uh, me and Seth are going to that t- tomorrow. Maybe or maybe not to see a certain Australian batter up close and personal in the flesh. Um, and that too is boiling into... Boiling into? That too is um, working itself towards being a, a, another really interesting close-run affair. Um, a really, really good rearguard action from Alior at the top of the innings. Not actually being run out backing up for the first time in 15 years. Um, resisted some really sort of probing bowling from... From the likes of uh, Ben Gibbon and, and Josh Tung, and uh, and yeah, and they protected the stars of the show, Cheshwar Pajara and Steve Smith for tomorrow, which we're very grateful for because we're making the journey up to Worcester. So the least they can do really is put on a show for us, uh, making sure they didn't get a first ball of the, this evening, which meant we wouldn't be able to see them batting. Um, but yeah, and then a uh, shout out to um, Adam Hose, who uh, really put on a, a, a while the rest of the team were collapsing around him. He really sort of made headway against against the attack. Um, yeah, him and Matthew Matthew Waite as well. They they did really well. Uh, Matthew Waite also hit fifty nine, bizarrely. Uh, right, how are we doing for time? I'm rambling, which is never a good sign when you're doing a podcast on your own in your bedroom. <laughs> so Derbyshire, Leicestershire. Um, I'm not going to lie. I would throw this over to Kieran. He uh, 
he would be the one I'd ask for this. But um, from what I can tell, what I've read around the around the game, we saw um, a pretty standout performance from Henry Brooks, um, who I thought was related to Harry Brook at one point because I saw H Brooks and didn't actually read the full name. But anyway, he uh, he took ast- <laughs> really astounding figures actually of six for twenty off twelve overs, con rate of one point six seven five maidens. Definitely one to watch out for, and uh, if if Derbyshire can um, can consolidate their lead tomorrow with a bit of weather around, he'll be uh, he'll be one to one to thank for that. Um, and I'm glad to say for all the Tailenders fans that Wayne Madsen is 14 not out going into day two after a couple or 50 from Hyder Ali, 54 rather from Hyder Ali, and then uh, Harry came just falling short on 49. So watch out for that one all of you fans, even if you didn't listen to Taylenders. And then to rush through Division 1, which I've completely forgot to, I'm terrible at time management, in 1 minute and 15 seconds, uh, Essex Sorry looks like a really nicely poised game game as well. Um, some useful contributions from that man again, who probably should be in the England team, Alistair Cook. Uh, Matt Critchley as well, 16 out, and Tom Wesley, 62. Uh, sorry, not 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 out, both of them out. Uh, Hamilton Warwickshire, uh, 54 seconds get through it um, Fletcher Middleton who I predicted would come back into form for a cricket draft preview piece I wrote 49 off 99 again he seems to be stuck on the 50 mark but he's getting there quite regularly um, and then some nice some really sort of useful and steady and assured um, a steady and assured response from Robbie Yates and Alex Davies both of them not out at the close Nottinghamshire Leicestershire as I've got 30 seconds to go I know uh Caught quite a lot about that, quite a lot of that one. Josh Bohannon, George Bailey, um, doing very well. That's the music starting. I got to go. Um, Borderson bowled very well. Sometimes here, lots of rain. But shout out to Vasconcelos for 70 off 103. Goodbye. I got to go. Bye.